At ViStar, we believe in better. So there's a personal greeting when you come into a branch and a call center that's open every day. If you believe that great service is better, join ViStar. We never forget that it's your money. All loans subject to approval, insured by NCUA. History, speed, excitement, it's all here for NASCAR's biggest race. We're expecting one of the biggest crowds ever. Nearly a quarter of a million people packing this legendary speedway. In 2001, tragedy struck Daytona. The 2001 Daytona 500 was the 43rd running of the event. Pole sitter Bill Elliott led the field at the green flag. Elliott drops low to lead the first lap. Charlie Marlin's right there, too, looking on the outside. He's got Dale Jr. pushing him. It only led one lap before Sterling Marlin passed him for the lead. Sterling Marlin, the lead lap two. We have every reasonable hope of a record number of lead changes for this race today. On lap 29, Rusty Wallace drove into his pit after his right front tire had suddenly gone flat. First pit stop of the day, unscheduled for Rusty Wallace. Right front tire, flat. NASCAR determined that he had exceeded the pit road speed limit on his way. We understand he may have come down pit road too fast. 15-second penalty for Rusty Wallace. He's going to go a lap down with that. As a result, he went a lap down and attempted to make it up by skipping the first scheduled pit stop. On lap 87, Dale Earnhardt and rookie Kurt Busch made door-to-door contact coming out of turn four while battling for fifth place. Earnhardt promptly flipped Busch the bird at 185 miles an hour. Oh, did you see Earnhardt bounce off Kurt Busch Boy, there on he turn did. four? Yeah, and Earnhardt stuck his hand out the window as soon as they come off turn. Oh, boy, that's the lamb and the lion going at it right there. Earnhardt, just think how well he can drive with one hand. Towards the end of the race, the crashes started mounting up on lap 173. A huge crash eliminated 18 cars in spectacular fashion. It's the big one. It's what we've all been fearing. This kind of racing is going to happen. A horrible crash on the back straightaway that began when Tony Stewart got turned sideways against the backstretch wall number 20. It began when Robbie Gordon coming onto the back straightaway, turned Ward Burton in the outside lane. Burton then hit Tony Stewart, who turned back across the middle of the racetrack, collecting most of the field behind him. As the white flag waved for the final lap, both Earnhardt and his son Dale Jr. were right behind Darrell Waltrip. Earnhardt Jr. was in second place in front of his father. Heading into turn three, Earnhardt, holding third place, ran in the middle lane of the pack. Marlon, who was right behind him on his left, ran inside. Oh, big trouble! Just as the field headed into turn four, Marlin came into contact with the left rear of Earnhardt's car, causing the black number three to slide off the track's steep banking into the flat apron, trying to correct its speed. Earnhardt sharply turned it up the track toward the outside retaining wall, and although it briefly looked as if he was going to avoid hitting the retaining wall, Earnhardt went right into Schrader's path, and Schrader rammed into him behind the passenger door, causing Earnhardt's car to snap rapidly, changing its angle toward the wall. As Schrader came into contact, Earnhardt crashed into the wall nose first at an estimated 160 miles per hour. That is an incredible impact head-on. Throws you forward in the car. Uh, Those are the kind of accidents that... Absolutely, are frightening. Rescue workers attend to Dale Earnhardt, who is still in his car. Both cars slid down the steep banking of the track into the infield grass. Earnhardt and Schrader were credited finishing 12th and 13th, despite not finishing the race. And after crossing the finish line behind his teammate, Earnhardt Jr. stopped at the site of his father's wreck at turn three. Earnhardt was extricated from the car and was transported by ambulance to the Halifax Medical Center, where he was pronounced dead at 5.16 p.m. Eastern Standard Time 
time surrounded by his wife, Teresa, his team owner and closest friend, Richard Childress, and his son, Dale Earnhardt Jr. The sports world is in a state of shock right now. The Daytona 500 is supposed to be the NASCAR's brightest day. Today, it's one of its saddest. Dale Earnhardt has been pronounced dead at Halifax Hospital this evening. It happened on this crash on the last lap of the Daytona 500. Earnhardt lost control of his car, hit the wall head on. He had to be cut out of his vehicle, rushed to the hospital. But Dale Earnhardt is dead, one of NASCAR's greatest drivers ever. A sad day in Daytona. It was Michael Waltrip in his first race in the number 15 car for Dale Earnhardt Incorporated, who actually won the race, marking the first Winston Cup victory of his career. Lead him back, come on, to the flag. Come on, Mikey, you got it, man. You got it, you got it, you got it. Dale Earnhardt, a legend, killed instantly. Michael Waltrip, the winner of the 2001 Daytona 500. At ViStar, we lowered or eliminated over half our fees, saving members an additional million dollars this year. If you believe that saving money is better, join ViStar. We never forget that it's your money. All loans subject to approval, insured by NCUA.